On, to, on today's episode of Rice, we'll be discussing Mike Tyson's return, Donald Trump possibly pardoning Joe Exotic, and Ahsoka Tano's live action debut on The Mandalorian. <laughs> What up, what up, listeners, and welcome to Rice Asian Comedy Podcast, where we share the Asian perspective on culture, uh, sport, and trending topics. On our panel, we've got Leonard Chan. Hi. And Veronica (laughs) Antipolo. Hello, everyone. Um, We're we're recording this episode live on Sunday, November 29. I want to welcome everybody from Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter, anywhere you're listening. We do take live questions on air. Your questions will appear on the screen for people who are looking at this on a visual medium. For the podcasters, we will be reading out the questions. Um, for you so that you are not missing out on anything. So uh, our first question that uh, I unfortunately have to ask again, the, the reason why I'm laughing is because um, we had technical difficulties. So this is our second go around um, at this, but I will uh, head straight back to uh, Leonard and Veronica and ask them uh, what was your biggest purchase on a Black Friday or Cyber Monday for the year? <laughs> well, in the original recording, I was saying how I bought AirPod Pros. And uh, and I was saying, because I'm a pro, I'm a pro, which none of that, <laughs> the volume didn't work. So, oh, the irony of uh, just I'm a pro on a podcast where the, uh, the audio is not working. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I bought AirPod Pros. That's that's what I did. Uh, they were they were twenty percent off. Oh, that doesn't yeah. seem like a deal. It's good for Apple. Yeah, yeah, Apple. Apple is like Nintendo. Nothing ever goes on sale. Nintendo's had the same Black Friday deal for three years straight. It's just uh, you get Mario Kart with your purchase of your Nintendo Switch at full full price. And uh, they're still doing it, and it still sells out um, for the third year straight. Yeah, for for AirPods Pro, I I had been thinking of it, but I... um, uh, Mainly for the battery life, like with AirPods, um, what people don't like to talk about is because you can't replace the battery, they're basically like... um, uh, what's it called? It's it's like it's a uh, it's a consumable good. So basically, you use uh, them, and then like planned obsolescence. Yeah. yeah. So after a certain point, the batteries just die. Um, like I, I I can't I can't use my um, AirPods anymore for live recordings because they never make it to a half hour. <laughs> so that's um, not good. That's uh, well, I wish I had known this before I had bought them. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no no the airpods pro are supposed to be way better it's like two okay. generations later right because you have the airpods 2 then the airpods pro i have like the Gosh. very very first one so you should be good i think it's supposed to last like over two hours or something two two and a half hours yeah. so well i heard this like for every five minutes of charging you get an hour of listening yeah yeah, yeah. no the the charging is really fast and really good, and it, the the only time it's an issue is when you're recording, so you don't have like a five minute break to, um, to uh, to um, charge it up. But otherwise, in real life, it's fine. Like if it runs out of batteries and I'm on a walk, I put it in the case for five minutes, and I have like at least a half hour um, more. <clears throat> so. 
Yeah, so what, what I bought instead was actually in a... I didn't know if I was going to wear this on the show instead because they match with the rice colors. Is uh, Beats. Um, nice. Ooh. Yeah. See, I already have Beats. Were those on sale? These, these yeah. were uh, limited edition, but they are a gift from Netflix. Ah! Wow! Oh. Excuse me, oh. perks. That is nice. That yeah. is nice. Yeah, no, the, the Beats were like half off. They're like 100 something, like 120. Um, so they always go on sale during, um, during Black Friday. And for me, most of my purchases were kind of boring for Black Friday. It was more, um, it was more cost savings. So I do a lot of like annual subscriptions for business and stuff. And Mm. also for like, for real life too. So a lot of my purchases were, oh, they've got a black um you know like like uh for my vpn i switched over my vpn um for um what are you using i'm using uh nord vpn um it's been really great so far and it was i think they're like the second biggest or the first biggest they're one of the two biggest and uh express vpn is the other main competitor and express vpn had the same price for one year that nord vpn had for two years so i was like well that's a pretty easy choice um And, you know, like other things like uh, for this show, the reason why it's on all the different platforms simultaneously, like YouTube and Facebook and all that, is because I use a service called Restream.io and Black Friday is 50% off. Um, I changed over my internet provider. Um, (laughs) Rogers Rogers got me with, you know, the thing where they sign you up and it's like a two-year deal. And then... You you run out and then they charge you two hundred seventy dollars and then you don't notice for a month so they charge you double that so it's like five hundred forty dollars and then to cancel it it takes a little while so then you're paying three months so it's like you basically paid a thousand dollars so you didn't really save anything over those two years so that was me. <laughs> wait, wait wait how why are you paying five hundred forty dollars a month for internet what what are you getting yeah. okay so what it was was so it was the gigabit internet that came with like the tv so the reason why i got it was it was gigabit internet and the cost of adding like a whole tv subscription was just like nine dollars difference but you have cable you're getting cable i was because it was basically free right like my internet was like the different this was when gigabit internet first came out so it was really expensive so it was already 120 and then this deal was if you get gigabit internet and then you add like a premium TV package, it's like 129 I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but I didn't really need TV or whatever. But for nine bucks, sure, whatever. It helped me watch sports and shit. Um, so it was like, this whole time, it was like, it was even cheaper than 129 It was like $104, $105 or whatever. And then I noticed the charge this month, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That means they charged me last month. But then now I'm on a, like a third billing cycle. So you go in with this whole craziness. Um, it's basically almost $1,000 for this shit. So I was on the ah. phone with them. And usually, okay, usually what happens is they're actually pretty reasonable when you're on these things. Because you'll be like, oh, I forgot a month. Do you have like, do you have like a similar deal now and they actually did it was like 135 or whatever for almost the exact same thing i was getting um 
And then I was like, oh, could you, like, backdate it? Because I just forgot. And I know this sounds stupid, but actually Rogers will usually do this. In the past, they did. Because they know mm. these people who are on these two-year deals, you call in once every two years. And if, yeah. you, if you don't backdate it, we're just going to leave. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. that's ridiculous. So, basically, I was on the phone. And um, I'm not usually like this because I'm usually the calm person. Like, when I'm playing sports, <laughs> I'm very calm. I got so mad at them. I was like... This is like a thousand bucks and they wouldn't backdate it. And he kept giving me deals that were worse than like um, the 135 deal was actually on my dashboard. So it was like already being offered to me because like they could see that my deal was coming up. And he just kept offering me worse deals than I was already getting. (laughs) And every deal he came back with, and this was the retentions department, was worse. So then he was like, oh, why why don't I offer you a hundred dollars? $50. $50. And I was like, but that's worse. <laughs> and then as I'm about to like a half hour later, as he, cause you know, they never let you cancel a half hour later, he comes back and he's like, Oh, I've got a new deal for you. How about the same thing you had before 170? And I was like, why is this getting worse? Yeah. This, is, you know, this is like, uh, <laughs> when people negotiate, but they really don't care for your business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They just go high. Every time you go lawyer, they go they go higher. Yeah, They're gonna yeah. come back like another half an hour. They're like, "How about three hundred dollars, and we'll provide your internet with a carrier pigeon." Yeah, it was okay. it was awful. And what I did was I actually rage quit right on the spot. Whoa! But I, I don't know how to do that. You know, I thought that it was gonna take like a few days um, because um, you know my my boyfriend was getting back from the U.S., so I had to go into a quarantine. So I was like, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll go out, I'll replace my internet, whatever, before he gets back. No, they literally just canceled it, like, right then and there. (laughs) I I literally, I spent one night without internet, and then um, I I called Fido, and I know Fido is, like, connected to Rogers, but my cell phone's on Fido. And I've actually had great experiences with Fido for everything I've ever used them for. So I was like, okay, let's give Fido a chance. Um, and it was amazing, actually. They switched it over. It was way cheaper. It was $75. Um, and they told me the modem would take between 7 and 10 business days. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to be without internet for the whole uh, quarantine. Um, well, freaking, I get a knock on the door next morning, 9 a.m., and the modem already arrived. And I ordered it literally... At like 3 a.m. Oh. So I was like, okay, okay this good. is all great. And then on top of that, so I was telling, you know, both of you guys know David, my manager. I was telling David yeah. about this. So then he went to the mall and he got the same deal, except for in the mall, they're offering 50% off for a year. So $37 for, you know, internet wow. for a year per month. Um, and then... I got mad, so then I, I messaged um, Fido <laughs> on social media, and then they're, they're, they're like, oh, sorry about that. We've applied the deal to your account. Oh. So, you know what? I know they're the same company, and I'm the money still rolls up to Rogers, but Fido is actually really good. Um, nice. And for live TV, I have, like, a really good antenna that picks up over-the-air signals from Buffalo, so... I already get like 48 channels anyway, so 
you know. You never have to leave. Like you, even past uh, quarantine, you could just stay there the whole, <laughs> for the next how many years? <laughs> Two years. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely an indoor cat. I don't really need to leave. Like the 14 day quarantine is totally fine with me. Um, yeah. indoor, indoor cats live longer. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> You know, keep your cats indoors. Long, don't go outside. Don't get hit by cars. Yeah. So does that mean we all live longer the longer we stay in lockdown? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Technically, yeah. The people who are going out are definitely yeah. statistically dying faster. Well, perfect. Because I can never retire. I'm going to have to keep working until I'm 80. So... Um, cool. So uh, let's jump into our first hot topic. And this hot topic comes from the lovely Veronica. And um, Veronica's first hot topic is about Joe Exotic possibly getting pardoned by Donald Trump. Uh, take it away, Veronica. Yes. Joe Exotic wrote a heartfelt Thanksgiving letter to um Basically, his supporters saying, can you please write the influential people to get him out of, is he, he's in prison, I think, right? So for 20 Okay, hold on, I'm I'm not caught up on this at all, and I haven't seen Tiger King. What is this about? So, so Joe Exotic is, is in, he's been sentenced for, I think, 22 years, I want to say. I only watched the first few episodes of Tiger King, because when everyone was on that, I was like, I don't want to watch it at the same time. I want an element of surprise. Although he's so just crazy and outrageous, I don't know if there's really a spoiler to what's going to happen. Um, so he plot he plotted to kill his rival tiger person. I, what do you call them? Uh, tiger hoarder? I don't know. I don't know what to call them. Anyhow, tiger so Joe Exotic um, said... <laughs> sentenced to to some jail time and so he's missed a few holidays and so he's pleading to his supporters please get me out of jail i can't miss any more holidays uh the person that is one of his biggest advocates i don't remember his name right now it's um something strange anyhow um like joe exotic who who is pleading to americans get him out of jail um is they, like they they want they want Trump supporters. They're specifically saying anyone who supports Trump, you know, we're on your side, or sorry, you're on our side. So please, you know, let's let's get Joe Exotic out of here. So, is, is he guilty? Like, did he do it? Yeah, he for sure did it. So why did he get out of jail? What the, this is. I- this is classic Trump supporter shit. Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm going to you know, break exactly. the law, but it's okay because it's us and we're cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I'm like, you missed a few holidays, but you you plotted to murder someone. I feel like yeah. that's, that's I mean, yeah. you know, that's fair. Not, not Becky, all right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just get out of jail if you're not a pretty white woman. Come on! I you guess, earn nothing. Yeah, if you're not, he's not Lori Laughlin. You're exactly. not getting out. You're not. You're not Lori Laughlin. You're staying in jail. I yeah. I mean, I would love the the audacity of someone like that to wear, first of all, a platinum blonde mullet and to go to jail. 
I wonder if that's what it is. I wonder if he doesn't have any hair dye in jail and that's why he's, <laughs> listen, I need to get out. My roots are showing. I don't know. Whatever it is. I'm not exotic anymore. Yeah. I, I'm just Joe Normal. <laughs> Joe, no, Joe Normal. There's no more party in the back. It's just all business. Maybe that's what's upsetting him. I'm not sure. Well, Joe Exotic is so crazy because he's like this right-wing Republican, tiger-owning, but like super extremely gay (laughs) with like multiple gay lovers. It's like this whole, you know. Oh, no, but wait. He didn't. He married straight men. And the whole thing was like, how did he get straight men to marry him? And he just basically kept them drugged up with their drug of choice. Oh, just so basically exactly what he's doing to the tigers. Just drug them up. <laughs> yeah, and bought them gifts. Yeah. And don't forget, he ran. I don't know if you know this, but he did run, tried to run for president in uh, the last election, I think. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know you know what the funny thing is? I feel like Donald Trump would pardon Joe Exotic just so we could have him I, on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, that's that's a scary part actually is that you know Just convince him, listen, it's good for ratings. <laughs> Tiger King was number 1. Now I'm going to come on Celebrity Apprentice, help you become number one again. I swear. I'm like, obviously, Donald Trump in his pardons, he's pardoning Michael Flynn this week. Like, you know what, Joe Exotic? Just commit a crime for Donald Trump and you'll get pardoned. Just punch somebody in the face in jail and say this was for Trump. Just have one of your tigers eat some evidence and you're good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, Leonard, you're not far off. There is... um, they think that perhaps he may have fed someone to his tigers. I don't know. Oh. Who. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting good, bunch. Good for the tiger, you know? I know. You know, if someone can gain that much publicity, really, here, it's almost a message of hope. If you have hopes and dreams, anyone can make it. Wait, I have a Tiger question. King can make it, so can you. Did 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 he commit these crimes before or after the documentary was shot? Before. Oh, so that's a good question. No, I like, don't know. No, no, like no, no. If no, you no. committed these crimes beforehand, yeah, why would you invite camera crews into your life? I, <laughs> like maybe you lay low. Maybe yes. maybe you're like, uh, let's no spotlight. No spotlight on me. I'm an insane attempted murderer. I guess you're untouchable when you have just a horde of tigers. Or, I don't know, what do you call a bunch of tigers? I don't know what that's called. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. It's not a pride. No, well, now that's, I know. that's lions, yes. It's this... a group. It's a group of tigers. Oh, a group of tigers. That's so, that's so boring. Wow, yeah. that is not exotic at all. Um, no, that's... Well, a streak or an ambush. Sorry, the group. The group is a streak or an ambush. But they're generally solitary oh. animals, so you don't get them oh, together. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, like, the thing about Tiger King, like, I haven't seen it, but, like, I've heard bits and pieces about it, so it's just, the takeaway for me is, like, it's just so easy to buy a tiger, and, like, it really ought not to be. Um, it reminds me of this, uh, uh, there's a bit... Black Friday sale. (laughs) What's that? No, Black Friday. Black Friday sale. Nice. Uh, No, there's a bit by uh, Nate Bargatze, and he talks about tigers, how easy it is to buy a tiger. And he's just like, yeah, like, there's, you know, we have gun control. And it's like, the people who are going to buy a gun are also the people who are likely going to buy a tiger. And it's like, and the thing about the tiger is it doesn't really miss. Like, my gun, I could miss. The tiger misses once. 
know, I know. Actually, you know what? There's someone in my neighborhood that has an exotic cat, like a wild cat. It's like a serval. Like a not a be- there's one. It's not the domesticated Bengal. What, what's it called? That you know, cats, Leonard. It's um, yeah. No, he has like a whatever wild cat. He actually has a uh, also like a camouflage green Lamborghini that's very loud and um, a very small penis. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> So just just to just to wrap up, Veronica, are you for or against Joe Exotic being pardoned? No, like <laughs> you know what? Have your sliced turkey in prison or wherever the hell you are. Like, come on, Lori Laughlin had to do twenty eight something days for buying her kids into Harvard or wherever the hell she went. Like, you murdered someone. Stay there. Stay there. Wait, was it murder or attempted murder? It was a plot to murder, so I guess there I was like a conspiracy to murder. Yeah, yeah. Like did, yeah. Did the murder actually happen? Somebody died. I think she did. Didn't she? I don't know. No, actually, no, no. I, 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 yeah. I think she's still alive. She was on Dancing she... with the Stars. Oh, she... <laughs> yeah. oh well then, okay. Who? <laughs> America. What are the? <laughs> For like, that this show. is this <laughs> is America. Like, you know, like, you don't die. You get on a reality TV show. You become president. Oh my god! <laughs> stupid reality TV country with a stupid it. reality TV president, where like the Situation Room is run by the fucking Situation. This is yeah. Situation. Every outrageous thought I've had, I'm just gonna act it out because if it gets me on Dancing with the Stars, then why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Veronica. Stars. <laughs> Stars, yeah. <laughs> Use the word stars real loosely. <laughs> um, sort of staying on a similar yet different track, another endangered animal. Um, Leonard <laughs> is going to talk about his first hot topic, which is the world's loneliest elephant might not be lonely for long. Take it away. Yeah, so speaking of animals who are wrongfully in captivity, um, this is Volkavan. The I don't. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. It's Urdu, and I don't know how to speak Urdu. But uh, it's about this elephant that was in Pakistan, and it's known as the world's loneliest elephant. It's so sad. Okay, so uh, like years ago, uh, the daughter of General Zial um, uh, Haq uh, saw this Bollywood movie with elephants. It was like, I love elephants. I want to have an elephant friend. And because she's the daughter of the president of Pakistan, they're like, here's an elephant. <laughs> So then she got this wow. elephant that's been in the Islamabad Zoo for, like, 30 years. Like, elephants live, like, 60, 70 years. And he's been there in captivity this whole time. That's it. It's his whole life. It sucks. And he had, like, he had uh, a girlfriend named uh, Saheli, but she died in 2012 oh. because, they, like, the conditions suck. Um, like, the Islamabad Zoo, shockingly, is not run particularly well. Not that any zoos are good. Like, they're all sad places. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like they would poke the elephants with like a like the nails like to get them to like oh. do tricks and stuff like that like be- like put on a bowl beg for money and like because they I guess the nails aren't sterilized and they push a little hard and then like they got gangrene and then Sahali died of sepsis which sucks oh good lord and then Tavin you know like elephants are very social creatures so he was alone and he just started going insane because he's in captivity like chained up he started developing like something called zoocosis and he had he was getting fat. He's like 30 years old. He's zoocosis? Crazy. Well, yeah, what's that? What's zoocosis? 
Psychosis. It's like psychosis in a zoo. (laughs) (laughs) So where's he going? Oh yeah, so here's the crazy thing. You know who's you know who came to the rescue? Cher! Oh Oh, my god, I thought you were gonna say Shirley McLean. No, she's dead. Oh is Is she? she? Oh shit, when did she die? Is she dead? Oh I don't know. But if she if she's if she's not dead, then she could talk to herself when she was when she does die. Whatever, I don't know. Point being, I, yeah, now I don't know if Shirley McLean's dead. No, Cher. Cher is definitely alive. Uh, <laughs> she heard about this, and then she was like, we're going to save this elephant. Wow. <laughs> and then she got, like, a, some lawyers involved. She she had, like, yeah, they're saving this elephant. So, um, oh, you know, God. like, they, they, they are going to move him to this sanctuary in Cambodia. And... Uh, the problem is he's like 30 years old, he's fat and he's crazy. So they're like, um, oh, this might be a problem. <laughs> and uh, and then, but this doctor from uh, this animal rights group called Four Paws International uh, discovered that he was just like sang to the elephant, like just singing pop songs that the elephant calmed down and was like, okay, we're cool. Oh. So anyways, he flew to I- Cambodia today. Cabin is free. Yay. No longer lonely, hopefully. Wow. So what's the equivalent of like 30 years in an elephant? You know, like a dog years, it's seven years to... It's pretty similar to humans. Like, it's similar. Elephants live about 70 years, 60 to 70 years. So humans live oh. roughly that amount. So, yeah. So like, he's an overweight millennial elephant? That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly, feel I feel like this is going to have a even worse ending like i don't think this elephant's gonna have a happy ending i think you release him into the wild and no not in the wild it's a it's a protected sanctuary oh okay okay i was like if you release this elephant in the wild i don't know what's gonna happen no he's 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 screwed if they release him in the wild no no no. he's in a sanctuary with like other elephants that are protected and like he's gonna be cared Uh, for and there's gonna be people yeah they're not just like drop (laughs) it's like they're gonna take dumbo throw him into the <laughs> the jungle. Goodbye, Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the jungle's hardcore, man. If they see this uh, elephant that did not grow up on the, you know, in in the jungle hood, like they're gonna. <laughs> In the jungle hood. Mom's like, mom's like, I'm from the ghetto, and there was this time this yes. elephant, yeah, a suburban elephant, the ghetto, and, ooh, <laughs> ooh, that elephant did not do well. <laughs> he, but he had a girlfriend. How did like that's um. Yeah, he had a girlfriend, Sally, uh, and but then she died in 2012. Oh. He's been alone for eight years. So uh, he had a girlfriend in captivity. Like, come on, even a, a even an elephant had a partner in captivity. What's going on? <laughs> come on. Well, what the hell. I mean, you want to, you know, if you, if you go into chains and have somebody prod you with nails every now and then, maybe you'll get. <laughs> Oh, Veronica, we are definitely going to have to get you on this VR shit. <laughs> it's, oh, no. it's, uh, it's almost the same. It's almost the same. Almost the same. I mean, it might be better, honestly. Wait, wait, wait what are we talking about? VR, like, porn? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Or VR dating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. VR dating. Oh, is that what people are doing now? Oh, VR great. dating? Yeah, I'm I'm sure. I don't know. I'm making this up, but I'm assuming you can, like, go to the moon oh, on a okay. VR date, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's, maybe that's got to be an app. Let's let's go to the moon. I think it's you know what? I, I think that's a great idea, like to VR date, because then it's like, well, now I'm weeding out people who can't afford at least three hundred dollars for this. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. If you it's can't like, afford it, you're already right? cut off. Must yeah. be employed to afford an Oculus Quest or 
I just I just bought a, a HP Reverb G2. Oh. I know it sounds fancy. I know. I don't even know what that means, but I do like the qualifier. <laughs> if you can't afford VR, you're cut immediately. That's it. Bye bye. <laughs> I don't know how we segued from an elephant into uh, VR dating. <laughs> um, it was well, a girlfriend in captivity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wish uh, this. What's his name? I don't know what the elephant yeah. is. I wish him luck. Um, hopefully, we don't see him in a share video soon. <laughs> we, oh, share is going to go to Cambodia, and like, so we are going to see him in a share video for sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's going to be like, she's going to be, do you believe in love? <laughs> Poor Sahali. <laughs> okay. Yeah, turn back time. Well, uh, thank you, Leonard, and uh, good luck to Kevin, the uh, formerly known as the world's loneliest elephant. Yes, um, formerly known. Uh, we're we're going to stick with Leonard for the next hot topic and probably the number one trending topic on YouTube right now. I think it's like the top, I think the top 10 videos are all about Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. and or um, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. So let's, let's, let's put this up and let's, uh, let's first start about Mike Tyson, then we'll get on to, uh, uh, Jake Paul after, but, uh, let's go to Leonard about Mike Tyson's return to the ring. Yeah. Speaking of turning back time, my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, Mike Tyson has not fought in 15 years. Roy Jones Jr. has not fought like three actually it's it's been not as long but <clears throat> yeah man they're like in their 50s <laughs> and they had a fight uh last night and it was comment like the the commentators were sugar ray leonard and snoop dogg it was hosted by ac slater from saved by the bell like this would have been an amazing night in 1993 uh <laughs> but as it was it was actually pretty good like I mean, like, you know, it was entertaining. Like, you know, we're trying to forget about COVID by going back to the early 90s, you know, where the only thing we had then was the avian flu, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was like a battle for the ages. No, sorry. It was a battle for the aged. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, Mike Tyson at 54 still looks scary. Like he was moving, he was like punching hard. I was like, I would not last three seconds against this dude. Like, <laughs> like I met him once. Like his hands are the size of my head. They're yeah. like sledgehammers. I'm like, what? Like it's crazy. And then Jones Jr. just looked like a dude who did not want to die. Like, he's just like, what's the paycheck, man? Like, because <laughs> I think they're getting like a million bucks each or something to do this. And uh, and then afterwards they're interviewing uh, Tyson and Jones Jr. and they're just like. Yeah, would you do this again? Tyson's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do this again. Oh, I'm going to have Roy on the card again. <laughs> Look at Joe's dream's face. was like, no. <laughs> like, I shouldn't even have done this the first time. Like, I'm going to, I'm hurting so bad right now. <laughs> yeah, my, my only problem with the fight was it ended in a draw. Yeah. Come you on know now, it's nobody watches match. for a draw. I know. I mean, like, Tyson won every single round, but they ended it in a draw. Mainly just a screw over everybody who put money on this yeah. which by the way why are you putting money on this like you deserve to lose your money it's an exhibition match it's two 50 year olds sparring i think snoop dogg was like it's like my uncle's getting into a fight at the barbecue yeah 
Yeah, what, yeah. one shout-out I want to give to Mike Tyson is he really popularized face tattoos. And people yes. thought he was crazy when he did it. But you know what? It looks kind of cool. I got to admit, it looked, it looks yeah. kind of cool, man. He started a trend. And I, yeah, no, Mike Tyson is one of the few guys who can get a face tattoo and make more than minimum wage. It's pretty I, Yeah, awesome. I know. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if it looks cool on him. I just feel like that's Mike Tyson. I, I would never. It makes him more intimidating looking to me. Yeah. So His I, brand is scary. His, so, yeah, he's just scary. Scary oh. with a high-pitched voice. Like, that's... No yeah. one can copy that. Yeah, no, I mean, try, but he'll kill you. <laughs> I find it so odd that somebody like Mike Tyson used to have associations with a squeaky clean company like Nintendo and had like the number one video game of the year that with Mike Tyson's punch out. Like it just seems so weird, especially his history of like domestic battery and all that stuff. Like that was definitely a different age than the Me Too era. Um <laughs> Oh, for sure. Robin Givens, right? It, uh, yeah, that's who he's married to. Robin yeah. Givens. Yeah. Yeah. That's very 90s. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Word of advice, don't date boxers. I know I know it's like stereotyping bitches, but there's there's quite a correlation between domestic abusers and people who box. I, yeah, yeah, guys guys who uh who fight for a living who take head injuries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't, I ain't dating no boxers, people. I am not dating no boxers. <laughs> yeah. Because Vong, I remember, Vong will say, don't date comedians, don't date boxers. I guess there's a whole bunch of people left after that. Those aren't the only two categories of there. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's good advice. Like, those are the extremes. You should not be dating either of those categories whatsoever. Yeah. I think that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that was advice for Robin Givens. <laughs> now, um, now uh, transitioning on to what was the undercard, but actually in terms of the next generation, it's funny because depending on who you talk to, this was actually the more important fight. And according to YouTube views, this is like 10 times more important. But uh, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson, formerly of the NBA. Uh, what What is going on, Leonard? Okay, first of all, I was very upset that I was forced to learn more about this human named Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know who he like. I honestly had no idea who he was until this fight because I paid no attention to YouTube influencers. I deliberately don't because oh. I hate it. I hate it so much. Like I heard about Logan Paul, but only because he was boxing <laughs> against some other dude named KSI. Oh yeah, that's huge. And then there was yeah, and then there's Jake Paul. And then Nate Robinson, I know, because he was a former NBA player, three-time dunk champion, you know, like he's, you know, presumably an athlete, you know? So so I was thinking, oh, okay, like it's going to be a fight. There's going to be some kind of fight, like Jake might lose. Who knows? Like Nate Robinson is an athlete. And then literally like three seconds into the fight, I'm like, oh, Nate Robinson's screwed. And not because Jake Jake Paul's an amazing boxer, but Jake Paul has apparently seen a boxing match before. Like, I don't know what the hell Nate Robinson was doing. He was just, like, pushing forward on the controller, and that was the only move he knew. Like, he was just running into punches. Oh. <laughs> it made no sense. And then he got, then he like, he got knocked out. 
He just like Jake Paul just went overhand right, hits him right in the temple, like face first onto the ground. I'm just like, oof, you got knocked up by a YouTube influencer. Like you're gonna never live this down if you live. Uh, Is he hmm. that guy that got banned off of YouTube because he did some like? There's like a something like a suicide thing or yeah I I, I forget I, if it was if it was Jake Paul or his brother Logan Paul I I get the two confused all the time so it's one of them went into one of those uh, Japanese suicide forests where people yeah. go to kill themselves and they decided it'd be fun to do like a YouTube live session and like <laughs> check out dead bodies of people who committed suicide. <laughs> Who are these people? Like, and people like them. Like, I don't get like they're like rich off of doing nonsense like this. Oh, and I yeah. hate that yeah. society which rewards this nonsense. I hate it. I hate it so 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 much. And then, yeah, man. Like, so Jake Paul. I mean, the thing is, like, I'll I'll give this to him. Like, he clearly put in the work to like train to like learn how to box. Like, he's been doing it. Like, the thing is. Like, after Nate Robinson got his clock cleaned, like, Sugar Ray Leonard's like, See, you don't play in boxing. You know, like, it's not like you play on. You got to actually put your the work into the sport. And he clearly did. Like, he was probably, you know, of, like, the, the, the two nonsense fights, he was probably in the best shape of any of the four. And, uh, but, but now he's, like, in the post-fight interview, like, he's kind of got, like, this big head on him because he, like, beat two guys who have never stepped foot in a ring prior to that. And he's, he's saying he wants to take on Conor McGregor. I was like, yes. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, Why, McGregor? I want to see yeah. this. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. I mean, good luck, Jake Paul. Uh, it's, it's, so he he so he was Make Logan on, Paul a widow. Yeah, so he initially <laughs> rose to fame on Vine. Remember Vine? What year was that? Like, <laughs> you know what? I mean, it would have been better because then he's li- I'm limited to like six seconds of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So. I, I don't know who he is. I, I know I've heard of his brother, but... Yeah, this, I, this I, he's guy. a Trump supporter. When I looked at I was like, who is this guy? And then it was like, Trump supporter. I was like, yeah, kill him, Nate. Oh, Nate! Aww. His net worth is 11 million, by the way. Yeah, it's messed up. Which, by the way, is more than Tyson. Oh, my God. Tyson What's not, in the world? He's not spent his money well. <laughs> Tyson. Man, he, he should have gone in with George Foreman and invented a Mike Tyson grill or something. Oh, yeah. Well, he has the... <laughs> he has, like, a... He has a... Yeah, he has a grill. Yeah, Foreman, by the way, didn't quit boxing until he was 48 years old. And he, and he reclaimed his world championship at 45. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and is he gonna... a pastor? Is he? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, th- thank you for that. Um, illuminating the topic. <laughs> I, mean, nope, nope, but, I watched it last night. It was entertaining. <laughs> I was just like, okay, like, this is something to watch. But you, you, you know what? It, it, we do give our perspective on trending topics, and it, it is the number one trending topic in the world right now. Um, this might be, when I clip this out for YouTube, this might be our most popular YouTube video ever, actually. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, I think, just the post-fight interview was just so funny. Like when the host was asking, like Jones Jr. was just like, "Hey, you know, like, were you concerned that you're gonna get killed?" And then, and then Tyson was like, "How come nobody give a shit about my ass? Like, why does nobody care about me?" And it's like, "Well, because you're the murderer with with a 
face tattoos. Like, you're you're face the scary tattoo, man. Yeah. yeah, you're old news. Literally old news. Like, I want to see Tyson fight Jake Paul. I think that would be great. Ah, uh, oh. oh. Yeah, actually. I wonder who would win. Oh, 100% Tyson. Oh, Tyson. Like, no question. Like, like, no question. Yeah, no. I- I think people don't understand. Sometimes people don't like give enough respect to professional athletes. Like I remember, um, uh, yeah, there was this one weird season of of um, of the Biggest Loser when Anna Kornikova came on to be one of the trainers, and you know there was there was this guy who like quote unquote played tennis in college or whatever, but now he was fat and on the Biggest Loser. And he was like, I, he was like, so he was like, he was like trying to bet on a Kornikova that he could, uh, he could, um, that he could, uh, return her serve. (laughs) And she was like, like, this is the level, like people don't get the level when you're actually a professional. Her response was, I'll give you a million dollars if you can touch my serve. (laughs) <laughs> and let's get this straight. Anna Kornikova was not known for her serving, but the worst server at a professional level is still like, it's not even in the same neighborhood people. Like, so yeah. this Jake Paul versus Mike Tyson, like, yeah, I would it, take it, Mike Tyson with one hand literally tied behind his back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like combat sports is so different from like any other sport, really like the, just the amount of work and like the like the you know, the mindset that goes into a combat sport is so different. Like people are like, oh, take LeBron; he's such a good athlete. He could probably like dominate the MMA. It's like he will get murdered by like one of the low tier guys for sure. Like if he doesn't train, like if he even if he only has like three months of training, he'll get killed for yeah. sure. And so it's like, I mean, I, if he like dedicated his life to it, I'm sure he could have been like really good at most sports he wanted to be good at. But like. Yeah. I mean, these guys are trained to kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're very good at it. Fair like, enough, fair enough. A lot of people, like 60, 50 wins or something. I don't know, 50. I think it's 50. It's great. Like, Jake Paul would die. Yeah. Maybe he, if he I wins until to... Tyson turns, like, 65, maybe he has a chance. Yeah. yeah I... well, I mean, at that point, like, then Jake Paul has been boxing for, like, 14 years. So then he might have a chance. Exactly. That, <laughs> yeah. too. You know what? I'll even even at sixty five. Like, there's a different level. Like, I remember. So my my dad used to play badminton, and he was like on like the the Thai national team or whatever. And I was I was actually like when I was younger, I was I was the um, the provincial champion Manitoba. And even at my height when I was young, and my dad had like ACL surgery, literally playing on one leg. We were like practicing, and like he beat me fifteen to one, and I'm pretty sure the one was like a sympathy one, like <laughs> the level of like it just it's just yeah, a pro versus non pro, it doesn't even matter. Like they could be like my one legged dad still like it doesn't even matter because they're so good they don't even have to move. <laughs> like you're just it's like who needs a second leg? I ain't moving. <laughs> like you're gonna be the bitch running around the court, so. Yeah, it's it's different. One thing too I want to say about uh, Mike Tyson is he he still um, he still he should be known more for his trash talking than he is because everybody gives the trash talking award to like Muhammad Ali, but I actually think the best trash talk ever <laughs> was from Mike Tyson when um, 
they were interviewing him and then they were saying, oh, you know, so-and-so has like, you know, they're going to, this might've been like uh, prior to the Holyfield match or whatever, but like, um, it was, oh, he's been planning to fight you. This He's been planning for like five years, you know, <coughs> him and his trainer really think they have a good plan. And Mike Tyson was like, I'll, I'm going to paraphrase, but he was basically like, you know, everybody got a plan until I punch him in the face. <laughs> And I'm like, honestly, it was just so succinct. I know it's not as, like, cool as float like a butterfly in that shit, but basically, I, I just loved it. I was like, everybody got a plan until I punch him in the face. That was not, not the example I thought you were going to give. <laughs> oh, uh, which one? Do you remember when, when he was fighting Lennox Lewis? Oh, wow. Lennox oh, wait, so his, his trash talk was, Lennox, I'm coming for you. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Oh, oh yeah, that was God. great, too. <laughs> so, like, yeah, everybody's got planning to get punched in the face. Sure, that's cool. I'm going to eat your children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, he's funny. just a savage. He's a, like, a, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> thank you for for that topic, <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> hey, you know what? We do say we give a perspective on 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 sports as well, and uh, that almost qualifies as a sport. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's head on over to Veronica for her second hot topic, and Veronica is going to talk about. Um, the second generation Trump, Eric Trump and his campaign of disinformation. What is going on, Veronica? So Eric Trump, he's that whole family is quite it's like they're illiterate, like all of them. So he's the youngest son uh, of Ivanka, I believe. And so he tweeted just recently this week. Does anyone believe that Biden got 50 million more votes than Obama in 2012? So, you know, they won't stop disputing it. Eric Trump's an idiot. Like, I I don't even know, honestly, why I picked this as a trending topic, because it's not trending anymore. We know they're all crazy. Every single Trump is just batshit crazy. But then I got into, you know, I fell down this hole on the Internet I'm reading all the tweets, and I was appalled by all the people who support these, like, this family. It just doesn't make any sense to me, and it's just so ridiculous. And people are, like, saying there's so much evidence, and, you know, let's make sure that we turn this over. It's just, what worries me is that this guy, this Eric Trump, (laughs) this Eric Trump... I, it just worries me that people still listen to to all of them. Like, it's just a whole generation of stupidity. I just, I, I stupidity and also a weird, like, slackness in their jaw. That's one thing I was distracted by. <laughs> I saw a profile of all the Trumps, including, uh, what's what's the daughter's name again? Which one? Ivana. Ivanka. No, Ivanka's, one, Ivanka's one of the daughters. Tiffany's the other daughter. Yeah, yeah. They all have that strange... They're from... There's, there's like, Marla Trump was one of the mothers, and there's... That's uh, right. Ivana Trump was one of the Ivana, other... Ivana, yes. Yeah, so Eric's the youngest son of Ivana. Ivanka's the daughter. And then there's Baron Trump, who is the daughter of Melania Trump. Right, right. And he'll... I, sorry. A fine I, Christian I, family. 
with his three wives and his many children. I'm sorry. He most likely will be stupid too. Sorry, Baron. (laughs) Well, you know what? You know what the thing is with Eric Trump that I don't get is like, you know, we've had a lot of like old, ugly white men who marry models, but somehow the attractiveness of the model is like the dominant gene and the kids come out looking nice, but somehow Donald Trump is so fugly that even a supermodel gene (laughs) can't overcome his dominant ugly gene and is all his, you know, all his boy kids anyway. Like, listen, I don't like Ivanka, but I can't say that she's fugly, but her brothers are just busted looking. Like, they're just all busted, and then they add a beard. And you know what? I got to tell this to... Okay, I'm just going to say this to ugly people. Growing a beard does not help. It does not help. It has not helped Eric Trump. It has not helped Donald Trump Jr. It don't help nobody. Do not... I know. If you think you're ugly and you're going to have behind a beard, it does not help. It does not help. It doesn't help. It doesn't help, and it doesn't... Yeah, so I... So when I was trying to look at all his, because I wanted to see what other fucked up quotes he had, and I was so distracted by this family photo of Don, Don Jr., uh, Ivanka, and Eric, and they all have that like weird, thin-lipped, downturned mouth that's like, yeah, and this jaw that I'm like, you need to just forever wear a beard, even when it's not trending anymore, even when it's not COVID, just... And stop talking. Like, just all of them. Just stop talking. You know what the best way for them to hide their face would be? A mask. A mask. <laughs> but they won't a wear mask. them. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Actually, that was one, one of the the tweets that replied to Eric is that we all know that this is fake anyways. It's just, I, you know what? It's just repetitive. I, I don't even want to talk about the Trumps any longer. <laughs> Except that I and can't. Yet, help and yet here we are. <laughs> I will say our Trump. I will say our yeah. weekly Trump topics are some of our are some of our most watched videos. For some reason, I... people like hearing Canadian Asian comedians just wail on the Trump family for some weird reason. So we're gonna keep giving the people what they want, but um. What they want. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 I also learned that he's the tallest in his family. This is the this is late breaking news. This is what I'm bringing you. He's six five. I don't know. He's, he's the tallest in the family. He's the tallest in the family. This Just is like kind of Trump's, yeah. Trump's uh, Trump's building was the tallest in New York after the World Trade Centers went down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anyhow. But there's not, not really much news there. It's just more stupidity, really. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot of failed lawsuits, and his, it's just uh, a lot of a lot of supporters are completely out to lunch. Where they're like, "It's fine. The Supreme Court will change this." It's like, what do you think the Supreme Court's gonna do? Like, they're just gonna just discover new evidence that didn't exist prior to this that you've been fabricating, and like, yeah, like affidavits don't count for anything if they're not accompanied by actual evidence. I. <laughs> Well, do you remember he had a charity um, I, f- few years ago? Um, what, and it was for, for, cancer, himself? for cancer patients, yeah. yeah and yeah. so, of course, they, you know, they they were saying that basically he was funneling money yeah. from them. I mean, this in, his entire life has been uh, a con. Yeah. It's a grift. Like, this is, like that's, this is why he's doing this. Like, the why he's 
putting on this fiction that like he still that he won the election and there was fraud when it's like so clear that the one I mean yeah he's probably like even gaslighting himself into believing it's true but it serves yeah. a purpose because like it gets people to donate money to his campaign to fight election fraud but if you read the fine print the money just goes to him like it doesn't go to actually fight campaign fraud unless you donate more than like eight thousand dollars or something and and those people are starting to figure it out too. Like this dude, like donated two and a half million dollars to the fund. He's asking for a refund now. He's like, um, like, He's hey. you know, like, like I spent twenty. It's like I said twenty dollars on a Darien Prince. I felt dumb. Like this guy. Okay. <laughs> I just tried million? to earn Mandarin oranges via Instacart and I failed. So I don't understand why they're getting away with this. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Good I'm lord. So well, you know what. Here. I would say as far as, like, crazy Trump family weeks, this is actually somewhat of a slow news week. Usually there's, like, five mega bombs per week of, like, just, you, you know, you, 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 you think they've outdone themselves and they do something even, like, crazier. Um, but, yeah, yeah. this I, I'm worried this is, like, the calm before the storm. Um, yeah, exactly. next, yeah. next week's going to be some... Utter craziness, but who knows? But there's nothing they can do. Like there's they don't there's no evidence to like or, like they're just gonna get slowly moved out. <laughs> like there's really yeah, I it's mean, over. Do you think? Do you think they'll be? I yes, yeah. But there's they'll still be like, there's literally out. nothing they can do. Like I short of somehow convincing like the electors of these states to just go against the will of the people, like having faithless electors or whatever, which would 100 percent lead to civil war. That's yep. their option at this point is civil war. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't see that happening. I don't see like, like right now the judicial is the last check in the system to prevent this nonsense from, you know, going, going against the will of the, of the, of the voters and it's doing its job. Like no, nobody on the left is like, Oh, they shouldn't have these cases heard. They're like, yeah, have them be heard. Who gives a shit? Like it's not going to work. They shouldn't do it. Cause it's dumb. And yeah. they shouldn't because it's eroding faith in democracy. And you're going to have like 40 million voters who think it's, a, you know, that Biden wasn't rightfully elected, which can't be good, right? Because some of these people have guns, some of them are crazy. So it's Biden's not going to have a good time in his term. He's going to have COVID, he's going to have a shit economy, and he's not going to yeah. have, like, he might not have the Senate. He probably won't have it. Who knows? And he's not, you know, it's, it's not going to go well. No, it's not going to go well, and he's not going to go away. It's just, it's, yeah. 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 The All the crazy people that support him. This is why he needs to get put in jail. The only way he goes away, at least for a little bit, is to get incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why don't you bunk up with Tiger King? You guys can match your orange face to his platinum blonde hair, have some turkey slices during the holiday. You're all good. Like, leave it. Like, just go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Biden said he's going to put a cat in the White House. <laughs> you know. Keep a cat in the house. Biden, by the way, just fractured his ankle playing with the dog. So that's where we're at with this incoming president. Oh, no. <laughs> oh lordy. So, oh, okay, well, I'm sure we'll revisit the cold Trump family saga next oh. week. Hopefully we'll hear more about him being put in jail, but the, that news will probably have to wait until after he's out of office. Um, but yeah. I am a closely tracking that story. Now, our <laughs> final hot topic 
of the week is actually a very niche hot topic. And I'm going to try this because last week the I did a niche hot topic about like the Apple M1 chip and I thought nobody would like really um, pay attention or they get confused about it. But actually it was like our best performing video um, like in a very long time. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chew shit that's on my mind, whether it's niche or not. And the big thing for me this week is I was watching Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, you know, it's a Star Wars series, and um, this animated only character, Ahsoka Tano, made her live debut on The Mandalorian. And now this character, she was like the apprentice, whatever they call, I guess, apprentice, Padawan, I don't know. Yeah. Of, uh, of, of, is she a good eye? Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was the Padawan of um, of Anakin Skywalker. So Darth Vader. So unless you watch the cartoons, you wouldn't know about her. But she's been super popular. And the person who produces the um, the Mandalorian, Dave Filoni, was the one who produced all these animated shows and wrote her character. So he gets his chance to, to write her here. And she, I will say. I was really impressed with her debut because if you see her character design, she was clearly designed for a cartoon, like never meant to like, you would never design a character this elaborate for live action, never mind on a TV budget. And they actually made her look really cool in live action. And it was like a really big moment for people who follow this character. And, you know, she also... Which animated series did she come from? The Clone Wars? She was from the Clone Wars, and then she came back on Rebels. Okay. Yeah, so she's this super cool character. I won't spoil anything other than the fact that she was on it. The Mandalorian is a great show. And one thing I'll say is the Mandalorian shows that, like, the Star Wars fandom isn't necessarily toxic. Like, I remember when The Last Jedi happened and everybody was hating and they were just saying, you know, everybody's toxic and all this stuff. I was just like, you know, it. there are ways to divide a fan base like what they did in The Last Jedi. And there are ways for, like, very popular properties to not get that toxic. There really is. You just have to not screw up people's childhoods, basically, uh, <laughs> or their childhood memories. Don't mess yeah. with that shit, and you'll be fine. Um, Last Jedi was terrible. <laughs> what is a what is a Padawan? It's just like it a student. Like... It's like an apprentice. It's like oh, I thought it was like some kind of dish. We made me hungry a little bit. <laughs> You're yeah. thinking, uh, Pad- I? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, so it's, it's it's funny. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant now because we brought up The Last Jedi. And so The so Last funny. Jedi, you know, most Star Wars fans hated it. But every critic ever gave it, like, raving reviews. Like, best movie, sci-fi movie ever or fantasy movie. Like, they were, like, giving it all these... Um, oh, just... I think Ron Tomatoes had it, like, 98% for the longest time from critics. And people hated this shit and so so the thing that upset me was anytime somebody hated it they then said that you know people hated it because they were like racist trump supporters who just hated that that there was like a black lead and all and a female lead and all this stuff i was like no so for me as a you know i i'm you know as as a comedy writer anyway the thing is for me, what I don't like is Ryan Johnson and other people like 
you know, Taika Waititi and a whole bunch of people. And I know people are getting mad at me for lumping them in. But there's this whole movement toward um, toward um, um, toward uh, deconstruction, um, toward um, like I, I, for, I, for, I forget the word, but like, you know, like plot twists. And um, it was just I, I just the thing is for me, like. It's more about narrative integrity. The plot twist has to make sense within the universe that you've set up. And if you're going to, like, you know, deconstruct something, it's a really stupid. So, like, all the critics loved The Last Jedi because, oh, they were, like, you know, deconstructing Star Wars. There's a lot of misdirection, deconstruction. But it's like, if you're the second part in a trilogy, don't end the movie with zero plot threads to pick up. Don't end like the end of the movie was they showed a little kid looking into the stars, thinking about what's going to happen in the future, which is a stupid ending for the second part of a movie of a trilogy that, you know, the next part is going to pick up a couple weeks later. Why are you looking at the stars for the future generation? The story is still happening. Like if you want to make a standalone movie, go ahead, but don't deconstruct and misdirect in the middle and one thing I'll say, too, is he was so stupid, he didn't talk to the previous writer. So his whole thing on the deconstruction was he wanted to show that a nobody could be a Jedi master. That the, you know, the whole thing was like, who's raised parents and all this stuff, you know, the lead character, the girl. And he was like, I wanted the answer to be nobody so that people will know, like, that anybody can be a Jedi master and whatever. The stupid thing is, is he's so stupid if he paid attention to the la- to the Force Awakens, that was the storyline for Finn. Who's more of a nobody than a stormtrooper? And he was Force-sensitive. He literally was so stupid. He took Finn's storyline, gave it to, like, the main character girl, Rey, and then sidelined Finn because he couldn't even figure out that what he was trying to do was already happening. There was a nobody who was going to become a Jedi Master. Ah, and then, and then Finn's storyline in The Last Jedi was pointless. Yes. Like, Honestly, he literally, none of it had to happen, and the same, and they would have had the same ending. Like, literally, none of it had to happen. None of it. In fact, so it, it made things worse. So <laughs> lost. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Here's the thing with Star Wars. <laughs> uh, here's, I need two things cleared up. Number one is I feel like... Anyone who's a Trekkie or a Star Wars I I don't know what you call yourselves. I'm sure I offended a whole bunch of people. Come after me. I don't care. <laughs> Those um, are very different fan bases. Like it's like a lifetime. It's like a lifetime fan base. I feel like if I didn't start when I was young, it's over for me now. It's too late to hop on. Second, the second thing that I want to know is that if is it are you either a Trekkie or a Star Wars I'm making that up. I don't uh, clearly. I don't know. I'm not either. <laughs> Are you either or, or is it like... No, no, you, you, like, you can definitely you can like be both. both. I like both. They're different. Yeah? They're different. Okay. And it's about, like lifetime one is about exploration, like, the other is about war, I yeah. guess. I feel like you invest in this from when you're, I don't know, 10, and then you just, that's it. You're in. Maybe. Yeah. No, yeah. you know what? For for me, there there I feel like there's different jump on points because it's actually created for each generation. And you know, people are gonna hate me for saying this, but I didn't really like the original trilogy. What got me into Star Wars was um I I was reading comic books and there was 
um, there was this comic book, I forgot, it was like Tales of the Old Republic or something, and it starred like mm. this female crazy looking alien who was a Jedi master. And it was just like this super cool is like from Dark Horse Comics, and that's actually what got me into it. Um, and actually, I felt like Star Wars, I've always liked the supplementary material way more than the actual movies, like the comic books and novels that have come out of it. And even some of the video games have like really good storylines. So I feel like George oh, like Lucas. Fallen Order is fun. And KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, mm. was one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played. And, um, and I have to, I bought this and I still have to play it. Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, you know, I, I actually bought that for PSVR. Um, yeah, me too. And it looks so... It looks like a PS2 game on PSVR, and it's just awful. Um, oh. So I just couldn't even <laughs> play it. But it's funny, because with PSVR, and I know we're sort of drifting around here, but it's like, either the games will look spectacular, like Astrobot or Wipeout. They look like next generation. Or you get things that look like they're PS1, PS2 games because you need that extra horsepower to do PSVR. But you know what? As far as exclusive games, I it was worth it to buy the PSVR just for Astrobot and Wipeout because they're exclusive. But um, yeah. Anyway, get into VR either VR, for Star Wars yeah. or for VR or, dating for uh, Veronica. For dating for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't answer my question about what do you, what does Star Wars fans call themselves i don't know i don't know is there i don't know if there's a That's, name because there's trekkies so what are well let's look it up names yeah. for star wars fans what do they call themselves yeah um star wars fans oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh is that the one where like way back in the original is that the one where an earwig crawled in their ear you see how no, like i don't that's know star trek that's okay, uh, Star Trek I'm the sorry. Part of I, I feel like I just made the biggest mistake in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're done. You're, you're I'm done. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. It was nice having you uh, on this podcast <laughs> for the limited time that we've had. But you confused Star Wars and Star Trek, and therefore um, you must be disintegrated. I know. Uh, I, yeah, I and Empire like Strikes Back. I know about bronies. Do you guys know about bronies? That's oh, all I have to you, offer. My Little Pony lovers? Yes, yes. So, I mean, maybe next segment. <laughs> that's a whole different... Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's all I thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Di- different fandoms are cool, um, for sure. But uh, thank you for uh, partaking in that uh, conversation. And, you know, Veronica, it's always good to get a perspective of somebody who's, like, not deep in it. Because sometimes, um, sometimes the fandom gets too deep. So it's always good to have um, another perspective. Um, so that is our show for the week. Thank you, everybody who um, who's listening and who has downloaded it maybe because we're back on lockdown our numbers like really spiked um, over over the past week so thanks to everybody who's listening to us whatever platform you're on it's super appreciated um uh, thanks to our uh thanks to our host leonard chan and veronica antipolo i've yes been your host of Vong Show, official spokesperson for gay super cute Asians. And that's the end of our episode and we will see you next week. Bye. Live long and prosper.
Oh wait, I was supposed to say my new outro tagline, which is I'm I'm the Vong show and that's what's up. Because <laughs> 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 well, I, I always had my intro, which is what up, what up, Toronto, what up, what up, listeners, whatever. But marketing says you need an outro, and so I decided to use uh, that's what's up. So all our listeners, that's what's up. 